Hi, this is Matt. And this is also Matt. And welcome to the Welcome Matt. It's a friendship podcast. I'm not going to do that again. Oh, well, I've listened to all of them. <laughs> it never goes you well. Listen to all of them. Well, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think I've listened to like this last week's, but I've listened to all the other ones. I haven't listened to this last week's. I haven't I listened to this last. I mean, week's both either. of you Who uploaded present, it, so you have firsthand listened to them. Oh. Wait, why did I say last week? Last 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 week. Last week. Well, hey guys. Um, hey. So all you listeners out there, we made one promise to you, and it was to bring Will Stover, my former roommate, onto this podcast. Notice how I showed that Matthew Benzar has no association yeah, with Will not Stover, friends for years which is hilarious. Anything. Groomsmen no, in each other's weddings, whatever. Really. Truly. Um, but Will Stover, honestly, Matt Benzar may agree with me on this. Will Stover is the reason this podcast exists. Yeah. If you really think about it. I because I it was at that. Will's wedding that Matt and I that. were like, no, because at your wedding Matthew Benzar and I were like, wouldn't it be hysterical <laughs> if we made a podcast? And here we are. Well, so, you're welcome then for all your success. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome, Matt. I think is what you meant to Yay. say. Boom! Right, so, uh, Texas Matt, real quick, it's called the Welcome Matt, and I recognize his name is Will, but do you want to refer to him as Matt Three? <laughs> I won't respond to that. Just, hey Matt, <laughs> but I think I think it's I think it's a good bit if every single person on the show has to be called Matt, uh, regardless of what they want. The other, the other Matt. Matt, you can be Matt Benzar. I'll be Matt Alfred, and then he can be. Well, I guess I'm Texas Matt, I but like, whatever. I like Texas. He'll just be. Personally. It just sounds nice. Yeehaw. I get it. That way, I don't have to share my a, personal information. That reminds in me, the this podcast. is <clears throat> not at all related to what we are talking about right now. Uh, but yeah, I had a moment today where I was explaining why people use the like cowboy emoji, like the one with the cowboy hat on. And the only reason I gave was like, well, you, you know, like yeehaw. Uh, yeehaw. And I feel like that sums it up. Sorry. Yeah. That doesn't at all. Like, that just intrusively popped into my head. Matt, did I tell, Texas Matt, um, did I tell you that kind of in like a lunch break? I designed a bowling league logo for you. Yo, my team's name is Loud Strikes. Um, so tell me, Does what it do you, what you make? I didn't because I am not telepathic. I guess I'm not sure. Um, you should but be. Texas, oh, dang. you're so right. Why haven't I tried to do that? The design, uh, and it, I think it's pretty cool. But instead of bowling pins, they're all little cacti. That's cute. That's hype. I like that I, a lot, actually. I, I'm glad. I can't believe you took time out of your day I to do it, that. Um, well, I didn't know it was called Loud Strikes, firstly, but I call it. I called it the Dallas Bowling Club. The or the, the Dallas Bowlers Club. The Dirty Boys Club. Yeah, that makes more yeah, sense. Kind of yeah, a joke on Dallas Buyers Club. I got mm. it. It was funny. You know, you know when I walk out of my garage every morning, there's a 
portrait of Matthew McConaughey that used to be in the living room of right mine next and to Will's our American flag. And yeah, heck yeah. So now it's next to it's next to the American flag in the garage. Now it got demoted, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, also, I just got a bloody nose because I'm in Denver and the altitude oh, really just got me. Why are you in Denver? Dry. So if you see me, uh, uh, I'm here That's for fun. work. So if you hear this on the podcast and you hear uh, you hear me wiping my nose, That's just fun. know that I'm I'm saving lives slowly but surely. Just my own. Yeah, I was curious as to why you had such like stock bad artwork behind you because I don't think <laughs> Kelly would have let that fly. No, it it. I like how it's it's also one of yeah, those like yeah. three uh everyone's seen these before where it's the chopped up image in three oh, yeah. different spots except the hotel couldn't mm. even line them up well, and all by themselves they're like it's pretty bad. all mediocre but together they make like a slightly less mediocre version of the same photo i completely agree mm-hmm. which is hilarious if they were so. really rooting for like a six out of ten painting dude they really got it I like how it's a six out of ten because I agree that's yeah. the right number. I, well, I, um, I would argue maybe a little okay. less because, like, in my mind, <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> in my mind, the scale of one to ten is people rate things collectively as this is a problem in our society. They rate things too high on a scale of one to ten because yeah. one is like the worst it could be. Ten is the like literally it will never get better than this. You are right. better than you have ever been, and so five is like mundane. Like five is like unremarkable but not bad okay on that same vein of things isn't it crazy how we decided that like 90 percent is an a 80 percent a b 70 percent a c like if you get if you get seven out of ten things you're your average and like well wouldn't i be average yeah, if i gotta I got get half better than 50 percent of people means that i'm average like by definition yeah. what the heck i mean yes yeah. but also Let's say you had an engineer designing a building for you, and they're like, "I got seven out of the ten like beams right in the right spot. Like it's fine." Brother, I'm in sales. If I get seven of my ten deals to close, if I make seven <laughs> phone calls, I mean ten phone calls and seven people sign, brother, let me tell you, I'm about to be picked up on. I don't know. I'm gonna be picked up on like people's shoulders. Thirty under thirty. Doing one of these or something like that. Yeah, I'll be on. I'll be one of those Forbes <laughs> no, on that one of those Forbes, Forbes list. Aspiry. I read this. They're always the weirdest numbers. Wait, you know Forbes is like top whatever. It's like top yeah three hundred, top seven hundred. It's never top one hundred, top five hundred. I was looking at this article Stupid. today. Speaking of Forbes, um, and it it was about student debt forgiveness. News alert: It's not here yet. Um, but yeah. <laughs> A pop-up happened and it said be the most interesting person in the room subscribe to forbes and i was like one that's a bold statement that i'm not already the most interesting person in the room (laughs) two i don't think subscribing to forbes is going to change any sort of interest level of my personhood uh because i don't read the emails that anyone sends me so let alone forbes i do i i disclaimer i do read my work emails but other than that i don't read anything else so I mean, what publication would you have to subscribe to to, like, unequivocally be the most interesting person in a room? I'm legitimately thinking about an answer here. I started and then realized that I that's just, I think, a rhetorical question. I've decided for you that that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> it, it wasn't, but... Um, <laughs> Matt? 
I think I'm gonna have to go with. I don't Maybe have it. Like I don't have it. Oh, <laughs> the Falcon. <laughs> Boom. The Falcon. Okay. Sure, I'll give you that. Um. My local college newspaper. Students protest on campus. I did, in fact, subscribe to the Falcon for a while. And so, you know, y'all can be the judge of whether or not it works. <laughs> you know, Will, um, I just want to commend you. We started this call and we didn't tell you what the show was about at all. We didn't give you a preamble. And you're really uh, well, like, what you know, I'll man. say is um, when I was invited onto the podcast a few weeks ago, I went back. I had a long car drive. Um, it was like what, maybe four hours. And I went back and listened to every single episode, one after the other, so that I'd be prepared to, it wasn't for you, it was for me. So I'd be prepared to like, <laughs> um, participate. <I'm> in... <laughs> hey, I've got a question. I don't think I've ever heard this story before. Actually. How did you guys meet? It was a friend crush. Um, I would argue that it was a little different. So I was moving into the dorms. We've had this conversation, you know, we, we have. I was moving into the dorms and Matt, um, Matt B, Matt Seattle, um, was the first person I actually met. Um, and it was super cool because I was so lost and I was this little like, uh, 18 year old with my mom and like, didn't know anything. Um, and this one like really cool person comes up to me and was like, are you a freshman? And I'm like, yes. Um, and he's like, Oh, I got you. He was super cool telling me all these things, helping me unpack my car, all sorts of things. And then he was like, what floor do you live on? And I was like, I think it's Fifth Hill. I'm not really sure. Uh, and I just saw his face fall and he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I live on fourth. So like, we might not interact very much, uh, but like, like, it's great to meet you. And I was like, well, you can still be friends. It's just a floor. And he's like, not really. And that was nice. my first interaction with Matt. But you have to take that into account that I just had come off of Fifth Hill. Mm -hmm. And when you get on Fifth Hill, it is this own microcosm of a society. Yeah, really. It truly is. Like knowing the inside story, it was reasonable. Knowing the outside story, I was crushed. <laughs> okay. So I understand that Matthew Benzar was the first person you met at your time at seattle pacific who was the first person you took a photo with when you were at spu oh, yeah. um I, I think it was well <laughs> i i know the answer that you're like fishing for and it wasn't um kelly but i feel she, so lied to right now <laughs> she, was, she was one of the first people my roommate was the first person because my mom took a picture after she had moved me in of me and my roommate dawson who he just got married. Good for him. So also got married similar to Kelly Alford. No. Kelly Alford was like, I'd, I'd say within the top five people I took photos with for the first five. And ju that just goes to show if you take a photo with Will, give it a few years, you will be married. Well, no. what's it called? I mean, this isn't just any Will. This is Hill Will we're talking about. Hill. Uh -huh. SPU legend, Hill Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. I've never heard that referred to me by someone who genuinely referred to me as Hill Will. Like, I've, I, people have mentioned to me in passing years later that they're like, oh, yeah, you were called Hill Will. And I just didn't know that that was 
Oh, like, like no one ever called you Hill Will. It's not, oh, hey, there's Hill no. Will. No, they, yeah, it was like, I think in conversation about me when they were like, oh, which Will? Oh, Hill Will. I mean, it's really a descriptor. At SPU, it's like small enough that people actually know one another. So people called me Maddie B. Never did I introduce myself as Maddie B. Ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. My brother also went to SPU. People called him David the Junior. That's awesome. Even when he wasn't a junior, they just called him David the Junior. Just a name sticks with you, I yeah. guess. Okay, d- to get back to the normal content of the show, Will, you've got like not that much time. Like two minutes <laughs> max. What's something that you're into that you think is cool right now? Um, I am in grad school, um, which is pretty right. cool. Um, I am working a lot, which is significantly less cool, but I enjoy my job. Um, I'm married, which is also cool. Uh, what are some other things that I'm into? I like rock climbing when I have the ability to do so. Yo, that reminds me, I'm, okay, I'm in I'm in Denver, rock climbing capital of the world. And yeah, uh, right. I'm driving through downtown Denver. I meant to take a picture, but I was driving and I obey the law always. And I drive and I see this glass, this glass wall, and it's got this huge bouldering gym in it. And I was like, where's Will? He would love mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah. I just love bouldering because they're like, man, it's climbing, but without any of the safety, you just fall and <laughs> hurt yourself. Like, it, it, it's nice. It's it's the committed. You need well, life. you need a little bit of like a fire under your butt to make you try. Because yeah. it's like you're you're mm. rock climbing and you got the belay on and you're like, it's too hard to reach the next hold. <laughs> and you just let go and just kind of slowly <laughs> descend. But bouldering, it's like, oh, if I don't get this, like I gotta I just fall. Yeah. So I better get it. Like fifteen feet. Yeah. Yeah, just straight to the ground. Hmm. That's I love a, it. That's an interesting I would probably disagree but also like i'm a top roper through and through so like bouldering to me and this is like gonna sound controversial it is a sport and it is like very hard uh, but to me like i treat it personally as warm-up for top roping or like if i want an off day from top roping then i'll boulder um that's so insulting to us two people who don't climb but it's insulting to, to people who like Shut are boulderers you know like bouldering is it is a sport it's very hard it's very cool i just don't enjoy it very much <laughs> okay here's what i will say so when i was at college uh my school better than spu just kidding but different than spu <laughs> i don't and... <laughs> very, very different than spu uh had, i'll give you that one had a we had a rock climbing g- gym so we had mm-hmm. seven walls for bouldering. And then we had a, a whole, I don't know, it was probably 30, 30, 40 feet for a top rope thing. And um, I will say this. The thing about top roping is, so bouldering, I think, forces you to make hard moves or try different things. Like, it's a mm-hmm. lot more technical than top roping can, you, like, be a lot more of an endurance piece. And yeah. I will, I would try to make more difficult moves top roping, knowing that I could fall. But the bolt, like bouldering, was fun because it's just like you feel a little more free, and I like, I like that part. So, yeah, no, I've definitely like integrated it as. I mean, I don't climb nearly as much with school. Like, 
it's kind of disappointing. And then prices are going up for climbing gym. And like, I don't know if we're going to be able to maintain this level of, um, investment level of com- investment thank you uh, it's been a long day <laughs> well business guy over here um would you but... like to invest in my product don't you mean buy my product no invest, invest. for the roi <laughs> the roi return on investment right because yes. it's an investment don't call yeah. a contract a contract call it an agreement it's not it's not a you're not buying anything you're investing in something come on frame it differently Although, let me tell you something that pisses me off. And I was talking with Kelly about this. Sorry, Will, to take the spotlight from you. You're good. Let's take it. <laughs> wedding vendors. Nothing makes oh me God. more frustrated with, than when two things. When wedding vendors do not put their prices on their website. Because guess what, sweetheart? I'm only buying your product once. Second thing right. is, like, don't call it an investment. Like, You're not going to be like, so here's the difference. You see this photo versus this photo? Yeah, I see these two photos. Well, I took one of them and somebody else took this one. And I'm going to be like, okay, they look kind of the same to me. And they're like, well, my services are worth $1,000 more than theirs. And I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I, I just I just disagree with you. So mm. wedding vendors, just put your prices on your website and also put all the dates that you're available or not available. Because if you don't do that, I'm not reaching out to you. Anyway, that was a PSA mm. for wedding vendors. We love you. I think just that's- do better. Yeah, I think that's really helpful for Will and I because we're both married already. Yeah. yeah. We also, like, both got married at, like, people that we're close to's, like, location. Neither of us got married at, like, right. a venue that you can rent out. So it really sounds like you're at fault here at Texas. Mike. Okay, yeah. look. look. That was really helpful information next time super helpful. I renew my vows. Look, here's, yeah. <laughs> here's the deal. I can easily hit this big red button in the bottom right-hand corner that says leave meeting, and I'm happy to do it if you want odds. that. Odds. All right, peace out. <laughs> no, I oh, said no, odds. We have to do odds. Oh. Like, what are the odds? I was just going to say peace out. Uh, what are the odds I leave the meeting for the rest of the call? No, because, see, this would be a really good ending to the podcast because if it happens, it just happens. And then it's, it's done, folks. No, okay. I don't want it to end. Great no, story, too. Oh, 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 that's oh, adorable. <laughs> So one time when Kelly and I were in high school, we were at Disneyland one time and we walked by the smoking area because like Disneyland doesn't let you smoke throughout the park. Oh my gosh. That is such a weird concept to have smoking areas in place. Like how dependent have we been? We've built a society around smoking and non-smoking areas. Like that's wild to me. I was just talking about this over the weekend. (laughs) I want to hear what you have to say because I'm very confused on the direction you're trying to go. That's that's all I'm trying to say. That's it? Yeah, that was it. It's just weird that we were like, oh, it's a necessity. So therefore we need to provide places to smoke. And it's like, we don't view any other form of like drug consumption in that same level where it's like, we need like an opiate den or we need like, I mean, I guess like beer gardens are similar, but. But we don't need those. Yeah, it's not like we need it. And it's like, every place has been built with a smoking area. You're saying like, it's not like, hey, if you go to Disneyland, you just can't smoke. Yeah, it's just like, just don't do it. Um, this is from someone who like isn't addicted smoke. to cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I I like have smoked a little bit and just don't see the appeal. Will is I a won't... fantastic cigar smoker. That's my PSA for everyone. Whoa, it's fun, but like also like 
Meh. Okay, so yeah. going back to the odds thing with Disneyland, <laughs> Anyways, here's we the walked past the smoking area, and I was like, yo, Kelly, of course I was 18, so I was an idiot at the time, but I was like, hey, Kelly, what are the odds you walk by this, the smoking area, and uh, tell them, hey, do you love your kid? Oh, why don't you go ahead and stop? Um, <laughs> and she goes, no. And I was like, come on, just throw a number out there. And she said, one in a hundred, and we both said, like, 42 or whatever. Um, mm. She didn't do it, though. But mm. man, that would have been a good story. Could you, you imagine? imagine? And now Kelly's never allowed to go back into Disneyland. Just the smoking areas. But what if they were like, no? Yeah. Oh, even worse. Okay, never mind then. Just curious. Oh my gosh. I I've got something. Sure. Um, when a plant of mine grows a new leaf, I just feel like there's something really impressive when an underling. Uh, accomplishes something. Okay, I was talking with I was talking to my brother about this, and it's like pets have become the new children. And mm. yeah, but now nah, here's the thing: plants plants have replaced pets. You know what's replaced plants? Candles. Children. Candles. Oh, people are all about candles. People are like, I look at my candles a, and like, look, we just I, got a candle yesterday. Yeah, I love it. And I I bought. Emma bought some candles. <laughs> Don't worry. Kelly and I literally bought this like 40 ounce candle from Target. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. But I just hit my microphone like Whoa. an idiot. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, calm, settle down, Matt. But I just. I'm passionate about your candles. It, well, the thing is, I'm like, the fact that, like, I obviously, you want to burn a candle well, I want it to last, right? So, like, I get that. But I'm like, when people treat candles with, like, this great respect as to like they're actually taking care of something i'm like guys it's still a piece of string surrounded by wax like let's not act like you're doing anything impressive here so mm-hmm. matt i'm sorry you have to take the brunt of that but it's just like it frustrates me when people are like look at my plants look at how well i'm doing with no. it no 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 i want i want you to make it very well known i don't consider myself a plant person i would never call myself a plant parent People do that. Mm-hmm. I would not call myself that. I truly just enjoy the biology of seeing a plant develop a new leaf. And I'm like, wow, that is very cool. Agreed. I enjoy what I'm seeing. I agree. It's like watching you know a spider I, spin I'm a web. I'm here for it. That's different. <clears throat> Watch what? A spider spin a web. Also, so impressive. I just love seeing biology in action. I would argue I say? not impressive, just disgusting. But I'm also like... If that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to comment on it. Will I respect it? Maybe not. <laughs> You'll never know. That's really mean. We've we've already agreed that I'm a subpar human. Aww. That was pre-podcast. Poor pre-podcast. Guy, just to all up. the listeners, to all the listeners, Matthew Seattle Matthew has has confirmed that I am a subpar individual. And I firmly disagree. But it was a joke. On a scale of one to ten, I'm below five. I give you a six, just like this painting. Thank you. I give you a six as well. <laughs> I'll take a six. That's above average. Just slightly, oh marginally gosh. above average. That's hilarious. It really throws people off, though, when you say, like, they're like, on a scale of one to ten, like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, probably like a five, honestly. Okay, I had a like, buddy. How are you doing on a scale of one to ten? I'm like, like a five. And they're like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's been a I mean, fine it's day. It's a school system. It's a school system that has impacted it, right? We, we have to agree. 
Uh, wrong. It's game shows that have made seven like a common number to give out for everything. But my, I had a buddy growing up who used to always ask on a scale of two to nine, how do you feel mm. about this? Because then you throw people off yeah. by being like, hey, you take away the lowest number and the highest number. And then you, you actually kind of end up finding like five all of a sudden becomes this number that can be in play again. So I'm curious if you even said just one to nine, if that would like dismantle the whole like grading game show system mentality that people come to it with. On a scale yeah, of probably. five to six, how are you feeling? <laughs> it's a binary system. It's ones and zeros. Yeah. How are you feeling? One or zero? <laughs> uh, yes or no? You sound like Bo Burnham. On a scale uh, of one to zero, are you happy? Oh man, good guy. I have a question for y'all. I know I there's a little timer at the top that says we have three, three minutes. minutes. Three minutes, guys. Which this is I'm starting a long conversation. Um, so it's probably not helpful. But uh I have this like running iPhone note on my phone. Mm-hmm. And like it is different ideas that I could like either write about seriously or not seriously slash like PowerPoint ideas. Like if you had a PowerPoint night with your friends, like what would you do? Do you do you often have PowerPoint nights? We've done it before, yes. We have done it before. I was part of it. Do you have like an idea of what you would present on? It's like basically what's one thing that you could rant about that nobody cares about? Uh, daylight savings time and why we should not abolish it. Oh. Oh, okay. You know how everyone, where I thought it you was know how everyone's like, we got to get rid of daylight savings time. Bull. If you lived in Seattle, you would be waking up at like 4 a.m. with the sun coming up in the middle of the summer and it would set at 8 o'clock. I'm like, I don't need sun at 4 a.m. I want sun at 9 o'clock. In Texas, in Texas, in the middle of the winter, the sun wouldn't come up until 8.30 if we did permanent daylight savings time. End of my rant. Okay. That's how it is in Seattle. The sun doesn't come up till 8.30 in the winter. Okay. No, on daylight not savings time. The, ta- the latest sunrise in Seattle is 8 a.m. and it was the Saturday before the time change. Sorry. Sorry, Will. Argument, hashtag, invalidated. Benzar, your turn. All right. I think mine would be a very short PowerPoint presentation. But I think it would just be the many perks of making your own pizza dough. Mm. I think you might pizza dough. Dough. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Pizza dough. <laughs> um, I just... You don't need to spend $4 on a bit of dough. Mm. You just don't need to. Mm. I think I would just go through why you don't need to. And if you do, it might be a little stupid. Yeah. yeah that's okay. But just like the convenience, it. I guess. Again, yeah, but that's the only reason otherwise. To each Anyways, their own. I, I feel to like each their own. I, I do hear 100%. that. Like if you're gonna make your own pizza, you might as well like make dough. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, what about you all? Um I had this Sorry, conversation <laughs> I had this conversation last night with Gabby, and it's the rise and fall and potential rise again of Kia. Oh. The company. They they have a new logo. Yeah, I know. It's good. I have it's like kind of a profound conversation actually no i like it yeah but i mean i think i think we have like 30 seconds left so we're probably done yeah will thanks for joining us listeners if you want more will tell him and he'll come more often but uh again continue to help the algorithm my wife has a tiktok that has 100k views now so if she can do it we can do it here on this podcast (laughs) So that's a whole nother conversation. Sorry, Matt. It's going to have to wait till next time. But yeah, that shocked me. Moral of the story if she can do it, we can do it. There you go. We can do it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. See you.